Welcome to your Sound Behavior Podcast, the place where you learn about the why you do what you do. What if you could score just 60 words and end up with a greater insight about yourself for a more successful life? What then if just for the fun of it, you could go on the air in a safe, friendly environment to be introduced to what makes you tick? Welcome to Sound Behavior. It's all about you. Now here's Don. Hey everyone, I want to thank you for joining us today on our Sound Behavior Podcast. And on the line, I've got a new friend, which I'm uh, totally blessed to have met uh, a few weeks ago. And, and John, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Don. How are you? Uh, fine, thank you. And I appreciate your time, you know, Good. breaking you away from Panera, Panera Bread, having breakfast <laughs> and all that. You know, it's just, uh, uh, your time is just really uh, very valuable to me. But, um, right. you know, John, we met, uh, I don't know, three, four, five weeks ago. And, think, yeah. and, you know, sitting there, it, it, had, it had felt like I met an old friend. I know. It was ditto. Same thing. I understand that. It's, it was crazy. Weird. It was crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. did you happen to read the blog copy that, uh, that I sent you? Or I sent you a link. Did I, you happen to read that? You did, you did, you did send me a link, and uh, I, I, honestly, I did not, and I apologize. Okay. No problem. It's because it's my fault entirely. I take full responsibility. No, no problem. But for our listening audience, they can go to doncrosby.net and read the, the blog. And it yeah. actually is a picture of you and I, John, and, oh, great. Uh, yeah. and, and a story about how we met. Yeah, wonderful. And uh, so uh, the, the, the it's amazing, actually. Yeah, you know, it was really a cool thing. And the, the what happened was... Um, my family, we were uh, they were visiting from Hawaii, and we went down. We've been making the all the tourist stops when you bring family in, right, John? And so yes, we went absolutely. we went down to yeah. the uh, uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it was a it was a great four hours, just an absolute wonderful time. If folks uh, haven't great. been there, I really recommend them going. But what happened, John, is that I don't know if you knew this, but I got tired because I have a. a a problem with my I gotta get my hip replaced. And so Oh I didn't know Yeah, I was really sore. So I sat down um in one of those rocking chairs and that's how right. we met. It is, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so uh it was just, it was like a sense I got something from you that I just wanted to talk to you. Hmm. That's really <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, I think uh, it had to do with them our saying God bless, etc. Yeah, yeah. Was, a reference to God. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think it was a, a divine appointment. It, it really was. Yeah. And so we were talking, and uh, uh, you know, apparently I looked like someone that you had met before. Was that right? That's yeah, how you the did. Conversation yeah. started, and uh, and I said, no, that's uh, we've never met. I don't think. But uh, yeah. Uh, so John, tell me a little bit about uh, you know one of the things that uh, so impressed me about you was your your mild-mannered de demeanor. Now, normally, this podcast is where we we um, uh, introduce people to themselves using our ProScan assessment. But in this particular right. case, you, you know, you haven't taken one yet, and maybe maybe we no. can do another episode uh, once you've I, taken it. That would be wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, but what we're going to be talking about is uh, 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 your your career, um, you know, your excitement of, of some of your uh, many accomplishments, but also sure. with that, I'll, I'll, since we have met, I'll tie in some of the, you know, my perspective of the behavior. But uh, so John's an actor, uh, 
John was on the uh, Bob Newhart show for what eight years? Eight, eight episodes. Eight years, yeah. Eight seasons, yeah. Eight years. And you know, and uh, tell me a little. I was going to say, actually, I was actually going to let you know that um, the Paley Center in, in Los Angeles mm-hmm. had a had an event yesterday uh, for Bob. Uh, uh, you know, in in his achie- achievement for all his years in show business. Wow. That's great. What kind of a, what kind of a man is Bob Newhart? Is he as nice as he appears to be on TV? He is extremely nice. Yeah, I actually spoke to him like a week ago on the phone, and he was very nice. Yeah, he asked if I was going to come to the the, the ceremony of the mm-hmm. at the Paley Center, but I said that, no. I was in South Carolina, and he said, "Oh, like there's a bit of sadness in his voice." Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's so sweet. So uh, uh, John is the other brother, Daryl on. On the uh, uh, from the Bob Newhart show, and Correct. you don't you don't know how many times, John, that uh, when we were younger, my brothers and I, we would just kind of go through the skit of being uh, Larry Daryl and my other brother Daryl. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, thanks. Tell me a little bit about how did you how did you get the part? How did how did all that come together? Um, well, in, in, in actual fact, uh, the gentleman who was the uh, casting director knew both myself and Tony from the theater because mm-hmm. he used to be a theater casting director and uh, we'd done some professional theater in Los Angeles at the Mark Taper Forum and uh, the Center Theater Group and um, he brought us in to, uh, they, and also also I had a friend who was a, my friend was my manager at the time and he just had a he had some maybe some divine intervention and psychic ability hmm. and uh, he said I, I just think you need to go out for this because I think it's going to develop into something you know wow. and it did and um, so uh, but they knew that Tony and I were uh, stage actors and we could be on stage and look like there was something going on mm-hmm. uh, in our heads and our bodies without you know saying anything mm-hmm. and so we got we were cast fascinating well, yeah. you know, the the brilliance of having a a part where you you don't have a script. It's right. emotions, it's reactions, it's uh all the above. I mean, that that has to be uh a great difficult uh, a great difficulty. Well, no, it's great when you have all the other actors and uh, they're they're coming from a place of they're just being honest as they say their lines. Mm-hmm. And then the, the three brothers, the three of us, had mm-hmm. a very great chemistry and pretty much reacted to whatever was said. And, mm-hmm. and uh, basically based on ourselves, you know, yeah. basically reacting. Yeah. So Acting you, is reacting. Yeah, so it's actually your, your, your actual behavior that yeah. allowed you to act so naturally that the part was a great fit. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So if if I were to look at your your assessment, which uh, I, I look forward to in the near future, I would say yes, probably absolutely. I'd say probably your highest traits the area of patience, which is the ability to think, yeah. process, and also listen. Uh, yes. And in this part that you had, uh, how important was listening versus? Well, absolutely. You didn't oh, talk, so the listening had to be huge. It was the most important. Yeah, it was the most important. Yeah, listening and just, you know, focus, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reacting you, and reacting at the same time. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Did you ever wonder why you had that ability to um, uh, be such a, a, an astute listener? Um, well, I, I figure all talent is God-given, so mm -hmm. I would say it has a lot to do with that. Yeah. And, uh, but at the time, I, 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 uh, I might have considered as part of my actor's training, because mm -hmm. that's what they teach you when you study acting and you're actor. You mm -hmm. listen. They teach yes. you to listen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why there's so many uh, actors and actresses that are a very patient, um, methodical behavior because they got that. It's a very creative trait, and and people yes. that and people that have that have the ability to actually communicate via through behavior versus you know having to um, say too much. Um, right. So, so John, what was was what was your finest moment? Do you think of the eight years that you were on the Bob Newhart show? Oh, pretty much every moment was was great. It was mm. wonderful. The react, you know, how the, the three brothers we reacted to each other, and and uh, and well, just the chemistry of the set and the and of the cast, mm -hmm. and uh, there were no egos. It seemed on the show. Nice, you know. And um, I mean, not your, not your. It was like a family, and after mm -hmm. shows run for a while, they become like a family. So it was very hard when the show ended. I bet. Yeah. Now, did you have a hard time uh, distinguishing uh, John Wolstead to Daryl? <laughs> um, they're similar. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'd have to say they're almost identical. I wow. Mean, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Daryl is. Uh, no, I, I would say they're pretty identical. I think uh, I was cast to to uh, me. Uh -huh. That's interesting. <laughs> That's why it was hard getting other roles after that. But sure. Yeah. Uh, how, but, how, but, how do you I mean, how do you du duplicate that success in another role when you were such a, a fine. Uh, fine fit for that particular role, and uh, it had such uh, presence. Well, it's, 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 and the characters were kind of quirky and things like mm -hmm. that. And I guess it was uh, attempting to bring a certain honesty to to whatever character you're playing, and uh -huh. being that character because all actors bring themselves to whatever part they're playing. Sure. So when you were out and about. Uh, did people call you Daryl, or did they call you John, or Mr. Volstead? No, usually, no, 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 they call me John, well, actually Daryl. They would say, are you the other brother, Daryl? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd say, yes. I'd say, thank you so much. Because <laughs> so, I, I, I always thank them for watching the show. And, so, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the, the show aired during a time where uh, comedy was just so amazing, so terrific, and today... Uh, you know, I just think that you know Hollywood is struggling with putting together, you know, finding, uh, finding the equation, um, simply how it used to be. But uh, what was I, I can I, I think I already know the answer to this question. Is probably what was your probably saddest moments for the show? Saddest was when it, when the show ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was the saddest. Yeah. Is there any particular episodes that? come to mind that it just still makes you laugh? Oh, yeah. There was a, there were a, most of them, but the ones, one was uh, one where the, the brothers had written a, uh, a jingle for a radio, uh, 
wrote a commercial <laughs> called called uh, called uh, it was a car- it was a, I can't it'll come to me Lyle's Lyle's popcorn it was for Lyle's popcorn <laughs> and and the brothers came up with a jingle uh-huh. they went poppy pop poppy poppy pop poppy look at Lyle's popcorn pop poppy pop poppy poppy pop poppy isn't that popcorn good or something like that. <laughs> And so from that, supposedly the brothers received like 30 grand that we split between all of us, and we all did, or five grand, and we all mm-hmm. did whatever we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So you saw each individual, uh, basically what kind of each, each they were, each, each Daryl and Larry was. Uh-huh. And um, uh, the, the, my brother Daryl, he'd gone to Stowe, Vermont to go skiing and rent a chalet and uh, and brought in a lot and bought all kinds of gadgets and and uh, and wanted to you know have girlfriends and <laughs> fraternize with girls and stuff and have as many friends. So Bill and I he he disappeared. So Bill and I went to find him and we found him with all these extreme gadgets and and stuff. And uh, and then we said, look, isn't there more to life than just partying? <laughs> 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 and um, that was a lot of fun and. I, we would play with different. There was one of those globes, you know, where you put your hand on it and it's like lightning. Yes. So we we had a lot of fun with that because, like, wow, what is that thing with all the lightning, you know? Uh-huh. And then my car and my brother Daryl was fascinated by a soda machine, so I would go over and I'd squirt soda in my mouth <laughs> and uh, stuff like that. And then and then at one point, uh, this girl comes out of the bedroom from where. Daryl was, mm-hmm. and then he's got these these guys who are like hangers on mm-hmm. because they just want to be around him because he's got this money. Yes, and uh, and so then and Larry comes up with the saying that is it was it all worth it? And then he realized Daryl realizes no, it wasn't. But it was fun. Uh-huh. I will ask it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then um, another episode was mine where I had given Julia uh, Stephanie blood. Uh-huh. She needed a, a blood transfusion. <laughs> so she was upset that she had a woodsman's uh, blood running through her. And so she goes, ew, 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 ew. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember that. And Yeah, because she had Daryl's blood running through her. She thought she was been tainted. So, uh-huh. so finally she realized she made a mistake because through, through my blood I cured, I helped make her get better. And so... Uh, she had made. She had some muffins made, and she invited me up to the bedroom. And the scenes in the bedroom where where uh, where she's thanking me and by giving me muffins. And so I'm just <laughs> showering down on these muffins, and uh, basically she's saying thank you. And then basically she kind of asks me to go. She said, "Wouldn't you rather eat those in the bog?" I said, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." Mm-hmm. And so I, <laughs> I take one more, and, uh, and yeah, and that was the end of that scene. Oh my gosh, it's yeah, so fun. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Great, great memories. If you just tuned in, yeah. this is Don Crosby on Sound Behavior, and I've got my new friend, John Volstad, who is actually a celebrity uh, actor, the uh, other brother, Daryl, from the Bob Newhart Show. Those are fun memories. Oh, very much, yeah. You know, isn't, isn't it fascinating, because we're about the same age, and isn't it fascinating yeah. as, as you sit back and you just reflect on your experiences. And I, I can only imagine that um, what you're sharing is it's almost like, you know, um, you know the, the reflection has to be so rich and so deep and, and just put such a smile on your heart. 
Yeah, it does. It seems like another lifetime mm -hmm. as well, you know? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, how, how do you I, yeah, how do you spin? How do you how do you go from, you know, uh, eight years of just um, such predictable excitement and and I mean I mean it's it's all the above. I mean you get the you get yeah. you get recognition. Uh, you yeah. know, it's probably pretty good salary, pretty good uh, pay involved. Yeah. Uh, you know, friendships on the set, uh, right. notoriety, all the above, and and I can't imagine you know going from that to the next phase of of your you know journey. Right, it was um, it was great. You know, you, you tend to think that you'll work forever. Mm -hmm. You know, cause since you know all these people, but uh, it's not always the case. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so yeah, so you just take uh, life after that after that ends and to whatever it goes into next, and try not to have any expectations, or if you have expectations, and, yeah, you know, and, I don't know. yeah. And your passion's acting. Uh, are, yeah. are you are you still acting today? I am. Yes, I I, I have a I made a short film with some friends uh, called Crab Trap. And it's been playing festivals around the country, mm -hmm. and uh, got a few more coming up. It's going to be playing in Rock Hill at the uh, Underexposed Film Festival, oh. and it's been going around the country uh, May 11th. And, mm -hmm. um, it's a short, it's just a short little thing. It's like about 20 minutes of short film, uh -huh. but it's, faith, it's it's kind of faith based. It's a upbeat. It's about a man who's Who's, kind of, who's been homeless for years, and and he finally finds his family and and respect and gains respect for his family and uh -huh. learning a little bit more respect about himself. Wow! But I, I'm I'm actually the bad guy, and I'm I play a skipper who, who like threatens him, and I play a bad guy in that. You're such a nice guy. I can't imagine you being a bad guy. I, I yeah, I actually do good with the bad guys because. I guess I am a nice guy. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know how we all have a dark side. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. So, what got you? What got you in acting? What was? Um, what, um, how did that all start? I, I, I did it from a really young age. I, I always wanted to act, and uh, you know, like all little kids, my mom would see me running and jumping around on the couch, pretending I was Errol Flynn. You know, <laughs> fencing and all that kind of stuff. And I would, I would put on a record. And I'd, I'd lip sing. I'd, I'd have the curtain. Uh -huh. I'd the curtain. Like I would lip sing to like uh, Ricky Nelson and Frank Sinatra. Yeah. You know, when I was like nine or ten. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and uh, and then um, she saw that want and need in uh -huh. me, and uh, uh -huh. and gradually started making, uh, deciding to make her career towards heading me towards that. And wow. We moved from Minnesota to Texas, where I started acting in a. There was a teenage uh, workshop program with the local musical theater there, mm -hmm. and uh, so they did some training there, and then went on to Los Angeles, where I was acting through high school and junior high, and then I went to London and studied acting at Weber Douglas Academy of Dramatic Arts. Mm -hmm. Nice! Wow, that's and exciting. Come back to L.A. Yeah. Wow. So when when you hit L.A., how how difficult was it to find work uh, acting um, in Hollywood? Um, 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 it was very hard, mm -hmm. but I mean, it, it, it's, it's it's all a matter of how the uh, 
casting people see you, the director sees you. Mm-hmm. And, and um, but I, I was based in my my life was in theater previously, so I I basically was very successful in the theater mm-hmm. in Los Angeles uh, from doing some Shakespeare and stuff. And, nice. And I saw I re- received some nice notices from some from uh, Henry Four that I was in and. Mm-hmm. And um, and so then I got an agent from that, and then started going out for things, and got small things and small things, and then uh, then in like in the 1980s when I when I when I auditioned for Stripes, and I was in Stripes, and then I was in New Heart right after that, and then the 80s was a steady was a steady you know thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've worked steady with some work. interesting characters. Yeah, you know it's been a lot of fun. I had a in high school, my, uh, um, I had a friend, Abby, and her dad was uh, a really well-known producer, Hal Cantor. He was like a mentor of mine, uh-huh. and the, he actually cast me in, in a few things. Like when I came back from school from London, I was in a couple of Bob Hope specials. Uh-huh. So I got to work with like David Niven and, oh, and, and Bob Hope, you know, which is kind Gosh. of cool. And... Um, and that was that was it was like sketch comedy that uh, uh-huh. I did, uh-huh. and I did a few episodes of, of uh, Chico Chico and the Man, uh-huh. etc. Yeah, so he was a father figure kind of and a, and a mentor for me. Uh-huh. So, um, what was uh, working with guys like Bill Murray like? Oh, it was great. It was uh, uh, again, you know, was, there's so many personalities on a set, uh-huh. you know, and then Bill was. You know, he knew he was from Saturday Night Live, and but a real good supportive player mm-hmm. as well. And, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes he would have, uh, they would he would have like little get-togethers in his hotel room and show movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, he actually moved into a house because we were gonna, we were away for quite some time, mm-hmm. for like a month or so. But uh, and but everyone was John Candy was wonderful and Harold mm-hmm. Ramis. And, mm-hmm. and those guys were really nice. Yeah. I've been fortunate not running into too many uh, unpleasant actors. You know? uh-huh. well, it sounds uh, it, it sounds so interesting. Uh, have you yeah. have you thought about you know maybe uh, uh, having writing a book or you know? Uh, I have, mm-hmm. I have, I have. I think I need a a ghostwriter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have thought of it. I, I have a friend who's interested in it. Yeah, so I've been talking to her for a few years mm-hmm. and. So, but, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I'd like to just su- suggest and encourage you to, um, you know, just start maybe write a half an hour every morning. And and oh, right. oh and, yes, yeah, and and speak from your heart because you communicate extremely well. I mean, the time that we spent together went so quickly, and uh, yeah. it was uh, you articulate very well, and and I think that. Uh, uh, with your profile, you actually have that creative gift. Uh, if you give yourself permission, you might be able to, you know, sketch out your own book, and then have this other person maybe. be the editor for you. You know, maybe she could go that through could and be. edit it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you're right. That's good. It's very therapeutic. Uh, that when when I wrote my book, it just basically changed my life because it, number one, it, it makes you be very uh, diligent. It uh, you have to be disciplined. And um, but uh, it's it's a great therapeutic uh, process. Like, what was your background before you came to this? Uh, you, 
you know your your current your current thing. Well, I was always involved. I was all, thank you for asking. I was always involved in yeah. entrepreneurship and and uh, I was always a dreamer. But the the behavior side of life was very intriguing. I always wondered from a, a young child, why do we do what we do? Why are some kids yeah. so naturally gifted at sitting in a classroom and being so studious? And where other kids just don't have, uh, you know, the ability to sit still, and they're so energetic. Right. And um, one thing led to another, and I met some uh, the sister of the gentleman that invented this technology that we use, and it basically mm -hmm. changed my life because it gave me a perspective of really understanding the clarity and the brilliance of who someone is uh, naturally designed. And so, it was, as you mentioned yeah. earlier, it was a God thing. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I figured that, yeah. 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 So I'm having a great conversation with my new friend, John, uh, or, or I should say Daryl. I, I, I prefer yeah. to call you John, although I love that's I okay. love the Daryl uh, and other brother Daryl uh, sequence. Other brother Daryl, that's, that's like I said, you know, Daryl's part of me. So. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. what I think so fascinating is that how you naturally portray, I mean, you're a bright guy, okay? Um, you, you are, you're, Thank you. you're, you're welcome. It's, it's a well-deserved compliment. I, I know that you're very smart because of the conversations that we've had. And, and the, but the way that you portrayed the, the uh, other brother, Daryl, as being just uh, so methodical, it was, it was just amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it, it was so great because when we... Uh, when I auditioned, besides having been sent there by, by my manager at the time, as I said, and mm -hmm. the casting director knowing me and Tony, mm -hmm. um, they wanted us to read something as well. So we were reading like from um, Larry. We were reading Larry's lines. Okay. But uh, when I went in, I, I had been working for my singing teacher, doing like making deliveries and stuff. And my hair was long and scraggly, and, <laughs> and I looked like I. I came out from out of the woods when I, when I went in for the audition. <laughs> so they said, uh, "Yeah, Daryl, okay, you know." So, but um, so you purposely right. you purposely prepared uh, the look for it before you went in. No, not no, not purposely at all. I just happened to look. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding! I just always I just always basically my, I was better dressed. Uh huh. You know, but, but I basically looked like that because I was I had. Uh, Long, I was. I looked like an actor. Yeah. Like an actor. Well, let's yeah. let's look at what year that was because it, that was probably in what early seventies. It was actually um, when I went in for the audition. It was nineteen eighty. Okay. So but was, through all that, all that seventies. I mean, it was pretty loose. I mean, uh, the hair was yeah. long, and uh, you know, I had yeah. long hair. Every, every all the guys pretty much had long hair, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I had aspirations of being a rock star too, but. That didn't happen, but it's okay. I, I worked with friends. We had a band uh -huh. called the U.S. Customs. Okay. And uh, I was the, the uh, customs inspector, and so they would play their set, and then I would come out and arrest them and take them off. <laughs> so that was uh, that was your rock and roll debut. That was yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, fun, funnily enough, the name of our, uh, our group was Tyrants and Therapy. No, U.S. Customs. Then I joined my friends. They, these, the same friend Michael and Abby, uh -huh. uh, had a had a comedy duo or a, like a, a cabaret act called Tyrants in Therapy, and I did some sketches and stuff with them. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Always performing, always acting. Yeah. So what always. would you what would you tell someone that's listening um, to this podcast uh, and they have uh, the passion that uh, that you have about uh, acting and, and so forth. And let's say they're, uh, you know, they're not in their 60s today. They're, you know, they're just starting off. They're, they're yeah. in their 20s. What, what would you say to someone uh, to encourage them? Well, I would say um, take like some, take an improv class or an acting class and see if it's really something you want to do so you have a, an idea. Of, of what it is and maybe even do some uh, extra work in non-union films mm -hmm. nice. and hang around a set because mm -hmm. uh, um, that's a good sense of, of how, how the business works mm -hmm. and it's not all glamour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I would think a lot of hard work. I can't imagine the, the importance of having a good memory. Yeah, yeah, that helps. It helps, but, but what's weird is that I, I I have a tendency I can memorize quickly and then I immediately forget it. So, <laughs> so um, I guess it's called short-term memory. Uh huh. Interesting. From the seventies, you know, from the seventies. Yeah. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's something we'll have to talk about off off. Uh, off <laughs> yeah. Podcast. Right. But, I'm uh, glad those days are over. I'm glad those days are over. Absolutely. I mean the the, the 70s. Yeah. Sure. Well, I look I look forward to our next conversation. I can't wait to see yeah. your behavior to see to compare, uh, you know, the the actual behavior that you have to you know this conversation, the other conversations that we've had. And I want to thank you so much, John, for your time this morning. Um, again, you know, meeting you, Thanks, the time that we had, I don't know what we spent. Yeah. We spent, I don't know how much time we spent together. It, it uh, was probably over an hour, wasn't it? Yeah, because I, I was at the entrance, you know, letting people in and stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and, and you were sitting and we were chatting. And I, I, yeah, I, I love that very much. And I really do feel, I'm very apologetic for not getting around to doing the thing. Because I started, I sat down one day. And then the time went by so fast that I didn't even get to Not a problem. complete or do it. So Not a problem. Yeah. It's it's very easy. It's about six minutes. It won't take you very long, but that's that's all right. I just want to thank you, and uh, I want to thank, thank everyone for listening to Sound Behavior. And John, I can't wait. Uh, I hope we have another conversation because I've learned so much. Oh, please, yeah. And uh, thank you for making uh, so many people laugh. And the humor that you shared through the other brother, Daryl, was absolutely priceless. And I just Thanks, uh, so thank you so very much. I want to thank everybody for listening to Sound Behavior. Uh, go to soundbehavior.com uh, or go to my website at doncrosby.net. Become a member and uh, connect with me. And uh, you got to go to doncrosby.net and at least read my blog of uh, how Daryl and I met. So uh, uh, you notice John has said Daryl. Yeah, I did. I guess great. And I thank you again for telling me that I can actually talk on the phone with earbuds. <laughs> you know? That's, a little, that's, a little that's, nugget of wow. wisdom there. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. <laughs> John, thank I'm going to do this all the time now. Wonderful. Well, hey, let's, let's talk soon, shall we? Okay. Take care, Don. You as well. Thank you again. Bye. All right. God bless you. Bless Bye. you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Don Crosby and your Sound Behavior Podcast. If you'd like to be a special guest, get a copy of Don's book, or simply share Sound Behavior with your friends and family, go to soundbehavior.com. That's soundbehavior.com.